0: Hello and welcome to the Squally Pleasant Podcast. I'm your host Thomas, also known as Icarus, and today I'm accompanied by Dan, Martin, and Harry. Hi, I'm Dan, uh,
1: but on the forums I'm known as Sovereign.
2: I'm Martin, but on the forums I'm known as Andrew Uh
3: I am Harry, and on the forums I
0: am Manga. You have said it before that you have a very critical view of the first book. Uh, would you mind... Expanding on that,
1: well, the first book itself I'm less critical of, um, but uh, I came to the books somewhat later. Um, they're targeted more at a teen audience or young teen audience, uh, and I first read them in the last year or two. Um, so, so I'm I've been seeing a lot more um, negativities than a lot of the other formers
0: might find. Uh, would you mind? Uh, what sort of negativities? Well, you know, uh,
1: general. Um, uh, the main character is, um, you know, ev- everything's going right for her, um, and uh, and the, the villains feel stereotypically villainous, okay. um, and it feels it feels like there's no mystery. Of the
3: book. I think as the first book probably has um some more mystery than the rest you know you've got. Uh, the first hints at the wider magical world, uh, the, at the war. We don't really know that much details about it yet. We're, we're introduced to Serpine. I mean, as far as the war goes, it appears that one side is good, or at least morally ambiguous, uh, and the other side is full of people with names like serpents. And one person, the leader of the other faction, appears to be called M-, m-, uh, m- Yes, except malevolent. slightly changed.
1: It's a bit like it's
3: a bit like oh. uh, it's a bit like if Hitler had gone to power, except he was called um, <laughs> uh, he was called Not a nice man. Jackface. Jackface.
0: <laughs> Jack. That is a Jack. that is a very. Yeah. That's that's a very good start, you know. Oh well, yeah, we, have to, to, we Hitler, have
3: to. That's a very good start. Know, we, uh, I'm sorry, but you know. He got to power and, you know, we're going to have to live with that.
0: No topic no, is too no, taboo no, for no. you, Harry, is look, it? Look, we can well, we can
3: cut that out and go with someone else, I don't know. See, someone I'd closer I'm not saying uh, compare Serpine
1: to. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, Are I'm you saying sure? That, like, generally, uh, figures we consider evil aren't, you know, going to be called... St- uh, like. like uh, who else do you want? Uh Attila the Han isn't called Attila the dick face, um
0: I see <laughs> That is a very good point, Harry. Um you did mention earlier about one of the adept people that uh, he um he was immune to fire but yes. water is uh, so that's sort of like that probably daunting. a
3: really stupid uh, powder to pick in if you're in any place that rains with regularity i, I guess he you, you had to be consumed by water you know he couldn't just he couldn't just step in a puddle and like um die uh but
0: but do you th- do you think maybe his if he stepped in a puddle his foot would just go I and mean, you'd be a bit like oh, you yeah, yeah, right
3: uh, know you know i'm really glad that you know uh, I I made this terrible terrible transaction. Now I'm immune to fire. I haven't been set on any degree of fire at all. But you know, now people can now elementals, the only people who sling fire, can use the moisture in the air to immediately kill me. Um,
0: it 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 does seem kind of like oh, this thing might happen to me. I'm going to quickly protect myself from this one thing that will probably never ever happen to me. But the weakness is something that will probably always happen to me, because, you know, I need to shower, I need a bath.
1: No, it's, I, I find it particularly entertaining, because clearly they're doing it as a, I'm now going to be impervious to fire, therefore elementals can't kill me, but elementals can still exactly kill them. <laughs> yes. Using yeah. a different element. Uh, like, in in, in I fact, you know,
3: I think I think elementals, probably, you'd be easier to take down. I mean, I guess I can't just fireball you, but there's so much water in the air. And, you know, there's,
2: there's,
3: uh, unless, like, I guess if you're in a building that's on fire and, you know, there's no water in the air. I remember that bit from The Incredibles. Uh, So I guess if you were fighting Frozone uh, there, you would be fine.
0: (laughs) Uh, maybe he, he started off as like a firefighter uh, and then he and
3: fell then into, into the evil. Turned bad. Uh, he fell to temptation, like <laughs> yeah, all far fire. But even do.
2: that, even that is terribly dangerous because what do all the other firefighters lose? Use <laughs> to to, to, to <laughs> uh, okay. the They move so away from it. me, lads. <laughs> Furthermore, it, it, you don't even have to be magic to kill uh, this person. It, you don't it, have to. It be does strong. have to be salt you don't water, have to be doesn't special it? In any way, you just have to be carrying a container of water. You can just
3: yeah. You could
2: yeah. you could you could spit on him. Yeah. You spit I'll, I'll on be honest, him. All <laughs> destroy. He just like right with, you tent, could be more so. from your garden, they uh, would be walking. Yeah, this past is a bit hard
3: to take. All, all I have, have to do is push him uh, in, over and oh deep.
1: Yeah, I mean let's, let's not forget. Let's not forget as well that he's killed by a what, yeah, 12 yeah, yeah. year old. Maybe this was the discount book
3: he had to, you know, he got he asked Need servant on on Wizard Craigslist and
0: um I don't think they're called wizards Harry I think they're called sorcerers.
3: Majors, sorcerers, could be wrong. wizards. <laughs> uh, you know, it's not, but anyway I think this is the first. Uh, this is the last time it really touches on this idea of um, just uh, the, the idea that adepts are these all-rounders who <laughs> trade uh, costs for weaknesses and we sort of drop that in favour of like. Other specific disciplines, you know, uh, warlocks and um, teleporters and the like. Yeah,
0: yeah, but, yeah. If he was fighting a teleporter, that it would be a really ridiculous power.
3: Uh, oh yeah, you'd be fucked against a teleporter. You yeah. know what they do? They teleport up to you, and then oh, I, I think teleporting in general is perhaps a bit op. If if the teleporter has ever been to a volcano, you know, they just. Yeah or if they have never just been, you know a, a teleporter goes submarine in. Yeah I mean that's if they, that's, if they that's go immediately what I did. uh one day it was like oh why do you want to go submarine teleport oh you will know, oh, see you'll see you'll, you'll see. all see and, and then they've got the ability now to teleport <laughs> into deep under the sea and yeah. anytime they want
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean if, if if I developed the ability to teleport that would be the first thing I'd do I'd yes, go to all these different places that's what i do yeah. Just, you yeah. Well, I mean, teleport isn't
3: isn't the big thing that, that the idea that everyone else kind of hates them for reasons I'm yeah. not immediately sure. I mean, if nothing else, they would be a quick way to get past um, post pa- and packaging. But um, yeah,
0: that's true. I mean, they'd they'd make a really good sort of delivery service. They'd also make really good taxis.
3: Yeah. Or, or or if you just wanted to smuggle some drugs, yeah. Or or anything really. Uh, but, yeah. you know, to be honest, I would probably mainly use them so I didn't I could buy books from America without much postage, because, you know, there, there is no uh, supernatural power that can't be used uh, in the most hilariously mundane ways. Um, yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, like that, uh, like, with Elemental. You just, know, just it, like like got, you've butter. got a
3: light... And you are know, just like yeah, I guess yeah. I I, I, I was hoping I I've been training years uh, so that okay, I can okay. in a fight throw fireballs at people and burn down their faces in a moment. But sure, I'll be glad to just light your cigarette. I guess this is this is this is uh, I guess uh, suitable enough use for my magical powers.
1: <laughs> All right to that effect. To that effect. Um, how would a mind reader? Uh, that's just
3: easy. Way. Just do so. Just um, okay. Christmas presents. So yeah, you could do Christmas presents. You could um, in a shell game, you just just you know do that. But you, you could just mind read everybody. Doesn't that seem like uh, how easy that be to
0: abuse? You could, yeah, you could do quite a lot actually. Like, you could like stalk your boss and find, figure out what he wants, and then kiss his ass until you get the promotion.
3: Uh, yeah, is it just mind reading? Do you have any other mind powers?
0: I think sensitives are, are mainly mind reading, but they can also, like, they can tell the future to some degree. Well, that's easy. That's the lottery, just, you know.
3: It's just here yeah. is the sensitive powers I've trained. It's an ancient prophecy in, in, in on yeah. January the third. The lottery numbers will be 3, 7, 24, ten, twenty-four, two. And and you could pay that and you get lots of money. Uh, so sensitive um, powers are pretty unreliable. Um, sensitive right powers, I guess, are fairly uh, unreliable as far as the future things go. So you can't just... Uh, and this has been an old thing because as soon as people try to use psychic powers, they will immediately try to win the lottery. Um, it's the same with time travel. And this is how the horrors that were Back to the Future Part 2 happened. Uh, when mm. suddenly Biff... Somehow, immediately owned, like, all of New York. Oh, I think he, he might have owned, like, the whole bit, place. Oh, it's yeah, weird.
0: Because, was it because he put bets on uh, pretty much everything and he just made, like, tons of money because yeah, but... he knew the outcome of everything?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, bas- uh, uh, he, he, he basically yes. got a booklet that mm. told him all the yeah. winning horses in horse races, so he just uh, put he could just, tons of money on
3: them. Well, there's, there's our investor, he's, he's put all our money again into <clears throat> into horse racing, and this has worked out for <clears> the <throat> past few years, but he just keeps doing it, and <clears throat> wouldn't that be concerning? Wouldn't it be really concerning to work for Biff? Just
0: It would be. Um, Andrew, is there any bad things you, you think of the books at all, or...
2: Uh, it's a long time since I've read them, to be cool, honest. Is <laughs> so, is
3: there
0: anything... <laughs> so, Tom, is there anything <laughs> you, think, you, about you
3: think was bad about the books?
0: Um, nothing that really stood out to me, apart from the thing that we discussed earlier with that fire guy. Whenever I read the books, that would really... I know, it, it would just really get to me I'd be a bit like, well, he, he was useless, like... And everyone seems to forget about that bit. Like, even in, like, future books when they're talking about Serpent or whatever, it's like... But, remember, Stephanie killed someone when she was, like, 12.
3: But, you know, he was a bit of a dick. You know, I wouldn't be that mad if a, he's bit a of 12-year-old a kill, killed someone who was killing... trying to kill them, you know? Well, so,
0: wait.
1: Well, I, I, find, I find a problem with all of Valkyrie's fight scenes, I think. I mean, she's... She's a 12-year-old girl that is successfully beating up adults that have, you know, and, and magically um, had their life extended as well. So let, let's say they're even at an average well, of 60 years old and, and they're experienced. You know, they've been working with this guy for a long time. They've been in wars and they're being beaten up by a 12-year-old girl that doesn't bat an that, eye. That, that does remind
0: and, me of something. Um, the it, guy who's fireproof... He's had that power since he was a kid, so he, he's like, how has he survived? Like, has he just avoided showering? And I'm telling control? you, umbrella.
3: Uh, Serpine gives him a company umbrella, and you know, it's a bit. It's a bit like he has to give up dental for it. You know, he doesn't get any healthcare. He just uh, just has the umbrella.
0: I mean, I can imagine healthcare would be kind of difficult, especially when they're splashing water in his mouth at, at the dentist.
3: Um, so uh, here's what bugs me though. You you brought up the age things. Uh, here, here is my problem. The characters in *Skulduggery Pleasant* never feel like they are actually like centuries old. You oh, know what God, I mean, mate. I mean *Skulduggery* no, is you know is he he's sarcastic yes, but not like he's not got a particularly outdated worldview. You know, he's just sort of a detective. He he's got a Bentley. That that's a, that's as old as he goes. You know, having
0: a Bentley. Even
1: that Bentley isn't even that old, is it? No. And I mean, Skullduggery, you know, for the most part, I like him. But, um, I I mean, for example, it's it's spoken about during the first few books that he has this legendary rage that um, everyone should be terrified of. And, oh, don't let him get too close to this villain that he knows personally because he might get that rage again um, but you know he, even when he's bound and being tortured and you know uh, this this girl that he's taken under his wing gets kidnapped and potentially killed I still don't. It's, it's, it's really sarcastic rage, rage. He's still the, the, same...
0: the, the rage is yeah. explained later on but like because he's lived so long I think it's explained that he's managed to manage his rage so He's gone past the point of angry, he, he, he can just sort of, like, push it towards side, like... Eh, I well,
3: I, I, I mean, apparently his anger was enough to, you know... Hold on, I don't want to spoil this, but he, spoil, he forms a split personality with... with um, yeah, but I, I, oh, I and this is a great name, again, oh, Lord Vile. Um, that's, oh, that's, that, is that, that, cool is, that is a cool uh, <laughs> name. Um, Lord Vile, you know, just when you really want to be <laughs> an evil fucking shit. Yeah.
0: When, um... when, uh, I guess when you've spent so long, you know, indulged in your own anger you know be like literally just demolishing everything in sight because you're so angry uh, I reckon he just kind of got bored and it was a bit like well I'm, I've let out all my anger like what the fuck do I do now yeah. <laughs> I don't mean to swear
1: well, well well I would disagree with that because that doesn't mirror human behaviour but... uh,
3: talking about the age again uh, so where, where were the wizards so um, assume that this—they have got to be to some extent affected by you know real world history. And if you're centuries old, you you will remember British occupation of Ireland. You will remember, you remember type the Troubles. You will remember. I mean, those are still all recent living memory. Um, you will remember before the First World War. You will remember, and that that could shook up the entire globe. You know, Did uh, they
0: fight in the World Wars, though? That's the thing, because they're, like, powered Yeah, teams. but like, they,
3: they like, still live in, in, in the... You know, you can't just... Even if you live in a little sheltered bubble, you're going to be affected by the entire world yeah. being shook up. You know, you, you will have some opinion on history. You will be a re- reflection of your times. The wizarding world is surprisingly modern, considering, Yeah. I mean, they... Yeah, they, cons-
0: it's cause, look, sorry, considering you spent... I mean, I most, guess probably most of his life using swords and
3: stuff. I I mean, I guess uh, to to an a extent. To to an extent, if you live like for like centuries, you will eventually get used to you know there being these large changes. But I, I still wouldn't expect you to be this modern. I don't I don't necessarily need Skullduggery <laughs> to start going on sexist raids or anything. But um, good
0: point.
2: I, one thing that confuses me is uh, how how they can just—I mean, apart from that one town that what is, is magically hidden, all of the other sorcerers just live with their weird, weird names uh, in in like back streets and stuff, and they're apparently never bothered by anyone just because the outside of their shop looks uninviting, which I don't really buy. It doesn't make sense that 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 they can just. You know, be off the radar. I feel like you're specifically. I I mean, I don't know how things work in Ireland. I feel like you're specifically talking about Ghastly Bespoke, that uh, that line. Partly. But, But I assume that a lot of others would. Would be mm. in the same situation. They I mean, in, you have to assume that, that like, town.
3: if anyone does walk into Ghastly Bespoke's uh, place, that generally the skeleton isn't going to be there, and he can probably just pass off as, you know, oh man, I got I got beat up, uh, um, terribly. Someone someone beat mm. me up, and I beat them up, and you know, he doesn't have to go in. He, he can stop talking about being a wizard yeah. when they, walk, when strangers walk in, uh, but. Mm. Uh, I guess the library's a bit awkward. It's, it's, wait, the library is like a but, private apartment?
0: And, yeah, right, and yeah, I thought went. the library was actually, you know, she owned the library.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, that's
2: fine, I, I won't question that. But um... but what do they do when, I mean, they, they must be undocumented, because if they're documented, uh, then, the, you know, the yeah. government would know that they're hundreds of years old. And I just don't understand how they can go for so long being undocumented in Ireland. Especially as it was easy for, for some journalist to uh, to just shake off the uh, the, the the memory thing in the the he, uh the, the in. I think he managed to in, shake it off like so easily
0: is because as it was said, you know, in, in one of the earlier chapters where he was the main perspective, he um he said he um he was very passionate about his job and you know, he
3: I guess government I think... officials just don't care enough to Probably. to not be brainwashed by the wizards. Wasn't,
0: wasn't it said that some of them actually work in the government? So maybe that's how they're doing it. Maybe you know they have strategically placed sorcerers who sort of just make it seem like you know they've died and stuff. If that's the case, then that that's the case. Then
1: those people that work in the government are not affiliated with uh, the sanctuaries because in multiple places in just the first two books alone it specifies very clearly that the sanctuaries has absolutely yeah. nothing to do with the oh. mundane world yeah
0: that is
3: quite odd isn't it cuz no, I, I think that's partly to avoid the whole history thing uh, again because you because if you have all the sanctuaries interfering with the pump mort world then you, you then you have this awkward question of where were the wizards during world war 2 were the wizards nazis and it it gets it really Opens territory you don't want to talk yeah. about.
0: Okay, earlier we were talking about names, um, specifically one name, Baron Vengeance.
3: Well, yes, um, this is again. I, I love the evil names like Serpine, Lord Vile, uh, Baron Vengeance, and is he actually a Baron? I can't remember. Um, <laughs> is and he this is ju- just? This is, actually is Baron. This is Mister Baron. Uh, this is. Please, please call me Bar. Bar. Um, <laughs> call me Ron. I,
1: I, think, I think, I think he named himself Baron Vengeous, and yet people refer to and him yeah. as And Lee again, Baron.
3: I, I uh, think you should but... just name yourself like King Philip, and see if everyone will just, just, just crown you king. Assume you're King Philip. Yes. Hello, King.
0: It's <laughs> the hey, king. king Philip. Is that a new beard? <laughs>
3: Yes. Uh, just, just call yourself. I don't know. Um, uh,
2: <laughs> I imagine that Prince Philip would be pretty pissed off that he wasn't no, the that, that, that said king. Stranger was. <laughs> but you are, and you've just come in from. <laughs> and it was just like, oh. I'm afraid, I'm afraid,
3: Philip. You Taken may, over. you may be here He may be in the line for the throne, but you know, I, I'm called king, so you know, I'm the king. Get out, <laughs> <It's>, Get out, <laughs> out of this, official. Philip.
0: That is mine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, oh,
1: to that effect, I think um Baron Vangius so far has been the
0: most uh, i I really house. can't Definitely. remember
3: much about him yeah um, he
0: considering he's one of the main generals, he isn't really he, like he's shown very briefly and he's shown as like this massive person you shouldn't fight with, but all he does is he uses the mm. the creature he builds to fight for him and he just stands there with this and he, and he doesn't even use his own magic to fight does he he uses borrowed magic
2: no i'm i mean does he? he does he does he does once uh, well that's not to fight that's to <laughs> there's i it's i I sort of have a a, a very vivid image of it in my head uh, of that uh that man who's tied down on the table and then baron vander oh. stares at him and he vibrates Why wouldn't you use that
0: in a fight, mist? though? Because,
2: yeah. uh,
3: you, be, you know, you've got to fight fair. You know, you can't just you can't just turn everyone to red mist. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, I
2: assume
3: yeah,
2: it's, I assume to be it's fair, because though, it's slow. To be fair, one of the most powerful he doesn't explode straight uh, necromancers'
0: armour on at that time, so he could have used the shadows to hold onto his victim and just stare them down. Uh-huh. Like, he
3: doesn't even have to use the man who turned uh, red I, mist. He can just stare at them.
0: At, yeah, at this point...
1: At this point, I've only finished okay. the first two books, um, but I found I found both villains, Serpine and yeah. Baron Venger, to be okay. a bit so, disappointing. And um, in so, the later so, so, books, so, I
0: think you'll start to like Serpine because he, he he he's quite. Uh, Serpine he's
3: has. Quite a character. Well, he has some, well, Serpine. He has some development. Serpine in the, the first main book. character. Yeah. It's not particularly deep, but they're old rivals. Yeah, exactly.
1: It's quite interesting. Exactly. Well. That's why it's disappointing. That's why it's disappointing because in the space of one book, like I would liken him to Darth hmm. Maul. Yeah. In that. He was well, this is the thing about
3: Darth Maul, and this is more in, about me space critiquing of, your like space of, of, <laughs> star, of, of Darth Maul. Darth Maul is just sort of... He isn't, he isn't a big rival. He's just sort of there to kill Qui-Gon and then pop off.
1: Hmm. But he could have been well, so much more. And that is the similarity that I'm trying to draw with Serpine as well. In the, in the space of a single book, we establish that he and Skullduggery have very big history. Uh, is the cause of uh, Skullduggery's legendary rage, and which we never see again anyway, which also, as I said before. Um, well, I mean, and, you've, you've... Uh, he leads an entire army and su- seemingly succeeds and fails immediately and then is killed. And it, th- there could have been so much more. Uh, I mean, talk about out. rage.
3: You, you have only read the First two books, it does come up again. I, I don't think it comes up particularly well, but it does get some development as the series goes on.
2: It does come up very concretely as, as uh, you know, you, it's explained. Yeah. yeah. Um. Why he's in, 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 in a
3: in a ridiculous. I, I don't want to spoil uh, is the thing. Um. So if anyone else wants to spoil, instead they can go ahead.
0: No, I think I think we're, <laughs> we're okay. to spoil Spoilers for now. <laughs> um. <laughs> Right. Um, the Book of Names, that, that's what really sort of struck out for me in the first book as well. Like, they had a, a huge book that could potentially, if you read the book, you would know everyone's true name. And why wouldn't they use that to their own advantage?
3: I, well, the thing is, whoever you allow to open the book would immediately, like, have control over anyone else who opened the book. Mm. Yeah. It is ridiculously, uh, like, your true name unless it's sealed which apparently isn't a thing you know about yet I don't think um but unless your true name is sealed then someone has complete and utter control of you um Mm. to be honest do you really want to open the book just in case that means that anyone else could have the chance to open it and look up your name
0: oh yeah it's true um was it? Yeah, but what you said about how they have complete control over you, you can't then seal it as soon as somebody has complete control over you. I found that was actually pretty interesting. That was a really good sort of twist. I, I, I quite like that. Um, how the. I think how they destroyed the Book of Names was quite cool, but then how. <laughs> how it's brought back later on is a bit. Kind of like, eh, sketchy. Um. Did, did they try to destroy
3: it earlier on? Is this is this because the scepter is really powerful? Because I feel like yeah. this is something you I, really should have tried to destroy if you're yeah. just, if you're not going to use.
0: I think they tried to destroy it with the god killers or something, but nothing actually worked destroying it. And then, and so they decided just to just seal it away and protect it. And then, but yeah, but then destroying it with the scepter would, you know, is actually a pretty good. I did because the scepter turns anything to dust. So I guess.
3: And now it, that
0: is it. The, sep- the scepter yeah, is but I one I of the, it God-killers, is like the most isn't powerful it? godkiller how, compared to all the others.
3: How do they bring back the uh, the Book of Names? Do they like stitch the ashes, ashes together or, or <laughs> um, is there something else? Well,
0: spoiler alert! Uh, it is it is brought back later on during a dream where, well, it's not properly brought back, but it's mentioned again in a dream, and. The situation and the conditions of how it is mentioned and, you know, the repercussions of it being mentioned is kind of a bit sketchy, if, if I'm honest. If you, uh, either of you, remember that because hasn't read the book yet. Does it, it, it in a dream actually
3: have? Back. Wait, did oh, all right? Did, did, did it like flickered open for a bit, and apparently that was remembered. Is that is that what happened? Yeah,
0: yeah, that's it. When, when just before it was destroyed, it fell to the floor, and it opened up on a page, and basically Valkyrie saw her name, and and from that small little glimpse, she remembers her. True name, and it just wow, that is that's a
3: bit of luck there. You know, it, it, how close it whole... would have been. Uh, I mean, it, even if it had opened on any different page, or if it had just opened on that page yeah. and she had looked at something a different name. You know, maybe yeah. maybe she now knows the secret of Jeff uh, Jeff Stevenson's <laughs> um, true name.
2: Um,
1: I I think I think it does explain that um, the book automatically opens first to the name in your mind or something. Uh,
0: that like has that. been brought up in the forums where they've where they've said what if the book isn't like a proper book and it's more like when you open it, the name your name appears rather than everybody else's name.
1: I do I do believe that is what it says um, in the book. I actually have the um, book
0: right here so we'll take a quick look, continue conversing. <laughs> 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 With this. I don't even know what page it's on, so I can't be bothered, but I'm still
1: going to. I dislike how um, uh, forward-thinking Valkyrie is. You know, she's a twelve-year-old girl that has uh, these mental epiphanies and views the world in certain ways that I would expect to see of a
0: twenty-year-old at least. Uh, uh, th- I think just a sorry? heads
3: up, uh, thirty minutes in.
0: Okay, um, I think it is explained in the book that she is really maturing. Cause she spent a lot of time with her uncle. Her uncle must have passed some sort of like, like yeah. passed his sort of personality onto her in, in a way.
3: Yeah, what is Gordon Eshley's personality Persona- about from you know cheeky and uh, as far as the original
0: mm-hmm. book goes, cheeky um, and kind
3: really of witty. insightful to people. Per-
1: personality, personality was the the final big thing that really, really kind of got on my nerves actually um, because people are too similar in the books. For example, there's a there's a section where Tanith and Valkyrie have a conversation and it's about half a page uh, of, of text that they talk between and I didn't realize until the end of the conversation that I had the uh, mentioning some the wrong way around okay.
0: No, pardon, Andrew? You were breaking up. Uh, I might head out. I, I just heard noises and also. voices what? in the
3: background far away. Um, is there yeah, someone else who wants to, to join the podcast? You want to someone on the street, perhaps you could just invite them in? <laughs> yeah,
0: invite them to the podcast. Okay,
3: so... <laughs> one moment. Okay, um, so... Uh,
0: um, um, okay, it doesn't say anything about the book opening up on, you know, on the, on your name, but what it does say is, um, is not even the elders open the book, it's, it is too powerful, it can corrupt too easily. But they can't find a way to destroy it. It can't be torn, it can't be burned, and it can't be damaged by any means we have at our disposal. And at that point in the book, they didn't have the Scepter of the Ancients. They must have had the God Killers, though, so I think that implies that they at least tried with the God Killers.
3: Uh, I feel like the God Killers just sort of come out of nowhere, uh, to be honest. Um...
0: Oh, yeah, they they, was like, they weren't really mentioned before, were they, until it was like, oh, we've got this weapon that could have that could have helped you against Irvine. could have helped you against Baron. It helps you against all of these amazing things but yep we're not going to let you have them <laughs> we're not going to mention them until an even bigger threat turns up it's a bit like they weren't even introduced in the third book were they?
3: Uh, no they they weren't introduced until like uh, I think they were mainly introduced for the sake of um, uh, Tanif Lowe's spin off thing well yeah, but... Remnant Tanif
0: no, Yeah, I think they, they could have been mentioned in the first book or the, even the third book, because because even they're called God Killers, and everyone sees the faceless ones as gods. That would have been the perfect time to have mentioned a weapon that could have destroyed the gods.
3: What, what's with the faceless one worship anyway? You know who who would who would really start? Um, a, this is a bit like you know. It, I know they're going through this kind of cult feel, <laughs> but
1: well. Well, the same with any dark entity, you know, it gets its way into your mind. Yeah, but like, yes,
3: they, they've been, been locked in another dimension, too. right? They don't actually have any like influence over people's thoughts. You know, they're they're just they're just in another world fucking about. You know, with the, with yeah. the. I,
1: I don't recall. I don't recall ever seeing a piece where it says they have absolutely no influence.
3: Well, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That, that's sort of assuming on the. I think. The cult, the cults, sad. never seem particularly brainwashed. They, they just, they just seem to want to do the faceless ones because I don't know. They were brought up that yeah. way. I mean, how, how did that start? You know, how, how, who, think... which of the ancients, after killing the uh, ancient one, the faceless ones, thought you know, you know, we, we were better off with those faceless monsters who I, forced I us to the... worship them and. I don't think
0: it was the ancient one and ones that actually like the the last ancient one that actually brought that about. I think maybe. Because they'd obviously written books about the, the Faceless Ones and everything like that. I think maybe a sorcerer read the book and was like, oh, these amazing powerful beings. I mean, yeah, uh, and, yeah and we, I, I we get got rid that. of them. We need to I, bring them back. We need to worship them. I, I get you know. that
3: it, it'd probably be neat to, you know, make a deal with a uh, dark entity for superpowers and all, all that. Mm. Uh, but, you know, mm. I, I just don't know how that can be a serious armed faction, you know.
0: Yeah. I. I, th- I don't think it is. I think it, it was at the start, but I think the the big bad guy uh, Mel. Well, I mean, Mevalent, well, I
3: mean, once uh, once the faceless ones actually Mevalent. make a return, I think that probably Mevalent. killed any chances of the cult's growth. When it turns out the faceless ones decided to murder the shit out of everyone,
0: I, I, that is actually explained. I think in a later book where they say, "Oh, how can you worship these beings when you just found that? When you found out that you know they kill, they they killed all of their supporters, and I think they justified it by saying." Face ones can kill whoever they want, those those sports obviously didn't support them enough or something like that. You know, I mean if you look at any religion The delusions that people yeah. talk themselves into.
3: Yeah, I, I know people talk themselves in and justify themselves. I, I just yes. don't think that if, enough if, people if you, would, would be able would seriously join this faction and mm. and
2: I just think I think you're overestimating mm. uh, the intelligence of humanity. I think there are plenty of people who are that stupid and who are, who are that vulnerable uh, and who could easily be be coerced. coerced by this kind of thing. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess Scientology, Scientology is still
3: is. a more reasonable position than, you know, I, let's I summon think, up dark I, gods.
0: I think Scientology, is it, Scientology, is often so many Scientology back
3: promises it. you uh, self worth, it promises you. Uh, that you're part of something greater. That you're one of the chosen. Well, more or less. Um, I'm not um, that expert in. I'm not an expert in Scientology. Believe. What? What? What does the cult, or the the diably or whatever, offer you? It says you're you deserve to be killed by for, by the dark gods who are gonna may probably not give you power. It turns out they're probably just gonna murder everyone. Um, uh, it tells you that they were banished at the start, so I guess you can kind of blame all of life's woes on the fact they were banished if you look look, the other way. I mean, they're not like creator gods or anything, are the faceless ones, they're just there. Um,
0: Yeah. Um, I do think, in the third book, with the faceless ones, I think there were... I think... The closer the threat became that they might actually exist, I, I think that was quite interesting to read. How the characters reacted to suddenly, you know, oh the facehorns—they're just a myth too. Oh crap, the ones are—you know—they might be real. They might actually come here. Like, how do we, how do we stop something that we all thought didn't even exist? Um, and I do think, what was it how, how it was orchestrated and how it would happen was really smart and um I think what you said with the influence Harry
3: I guess my I guess my problem is less with the cult I think the problem is is that we don't really dive into they're, they're just sort of mostly evil pricks who are, who are probably <laughs> called something like um ser- yeah. Serpent or something
0: <laughs> I don't think S- Serpent actually worshipped the Faceless Ones I think he did but then he he was like yeah no thanks because I think then he no no no. I
1: he he's got to have worshipped them. Otherwise, he wouldn't have gone to such a long effort that he did to try and bring them back in the first book.
0: Is that what he was doing in the first book? I, who remembers?
1: Yeah, he was he, he was he was getting the scepter so that he could basically open a gate oh, okay. for him to get back. I was,
0: I, I thought his the yeah. first book was just. So oh sorry, I I'm getting mixed up with books now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do think the creature that was formed in the second book now that was a really cool idea and the way he executed it yeah. I think the way he executed yeah. it was, was decent enough but I do feel like the storyline was kind of rushed I mean that could have expanded between two different books if he writ it correctly mm. which he did
1: well again, well again it's another villain that had a lot of potential that was killed off too quickly I think um it could have become a major, major piece that spanned multiple yeah. books rather than just one. Um, you know, it, it could have done something unforgivable, like, for example, kill one of Valkyrie's mm. parents, for example. And then it becomes something personal, and she, it, it the story then becomes about her her journey of uh, falling into the same anger that skullduggery felt and um, uh, her attempt at vengeance or a possible redemption at the end. Of, there's you know there's there's a lot that could happen with the villains. Well, I think the problem, present. and I mean, uh, there are well, all...
3: there you had to restructure are... it quite a bit. You know, you can't just have uh, Baron Vengeance dying in book no, two if you that's... want her to have a serious revenge arc about his beast killing the parent. or...
0: What,
1: what I am more what I'm more talking about is how um, there are too many villains. Hmm. It's too it, it is one villain per book. So extent. instead of
0: D- to be it,
3: honest, my most favourite My my favourite uh, villains, having... villains are probably well, the side right, ones it. who uh, I mean Scape is Skate Brace <laughs> is mostly comical, he is but he's he I has mean, some character. I mean, the second
1: book alone. The second and book, then the second book alone. The second book alone there's uh, Dusk, there's Billy Ray Sanguine, there's spring Jack, the Grotesquery, Baron Vengeance. There's too much. It just needs some, a villain or a few villains that um, challenge the um, protagonists in several different ways. Um, and they're a core piece of not just one book, but in a string of them, and there may be other you know, side villains, as you say, uh, that come in throughout the other separate books, but they are what push the characters to do whatever but they that do.
3: That's the thing, the reason that I prefer some of the side villains is that, is that they... So, Skull Darker is a pretty episodic feel, you know. Uh, so it's one big bad here will come, and, and then... Uh, especially in the first two books will come and try and uh, do stuff and they'll have to stop him. Uh, and the side villains, they, they don't push the plot, but they actually have time to develop some sort of character. They they, they don't exist just mm-hmm. to push the plot, but they, they, they do have some motivation. Even if that motivation is just, I want to be a cool killer, or I, mm. I want to...
1: Perhaps I, I mean... Perhaps going back to the issue I raised earlier that the characters have—they're uh, too similar. So I found Tanith and Valkyrie too similar. I mixed yeah. the two of them up, uh-huh. up yeah. on multiple occasions. Oh, cool. um, at the same time, at the same time, you know, Valkyrie's father, uh, the Echo of Gordon Edgeley, Skullduggery, Billy Ray Sanguine—they've all got the same. Yeah, humor. everyone. And even Valkyrie, the... yeah, so like, yeah they've, you know, really. they've all got the same dry, sarcastic humour that. Cutting, and really, if it weren't for the the small quirks in the way they speak, I think it would be very difficult to tell the characters apart.
3: No, I can't argue with that. Really. Mm.
0: I do think uh, Desmond Enderley was definitely one of my favourite characters. He, he was really funny, even though humour was very similar. Uh, I, I, th- I liked the bit where he um, got where his building was. That was quite. Oh, that was that was a good that was a good little bit of the book and uh, whenever he's introduced in the book whenever he there's like a scene with him in you can always expect to start laughing and uh, when um I think it's about Stephanie having a job and then and he she he starts shouting at at um the baby being like why don't you have a job what do you do in this house
3: um, uh, we're coming up to forty five minutes now um, okay, just okay regular uh, time you
0: know, do you want to finish out at 45, or did you want to... I don't know, you're hour? just. What, what's up to you guys? You're just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, originally we were going for 30 minutes, so... 30 minutes to 45. Um, well, I think I might oh. work through it, listen to it, and then edit out like bits where people are overlapping and... Oh, well,
3: like In that. some cases, you could probably just, just sort of move, separate them, you know, just... I mean we're all recording yeah. separately.
0: Yeah, yeah, but like when I've um when I've got all of the audio files together I'll play about with it. Mm-hmm. Try and get some sort of structure to this mess. <laughs> <laughs> um Is there anything else anyone wants to uh contribute towards this conversation? Uh, Andrew, you haven't spoken too much. Is there anything you specifically want us to talk about in regards to the books?
2: No. Mm, nah. Sure. So sort we of just jumped on a what few about things. about Harry, you've been
0: very lively today. Uh, anything else you wish to express No, no, opinion? I
3: said, said most of... I, said, I, said, I, said, I complained about the ages, not really
0: doing much. That's all I really yeah. had to say. What about yourself? Is there any, I mean, Dan. Is there anything, uh, <laughs> anything else that you can think of? In the uh, little bit bits?
1: No, uh... No, I think I've covered mm. most of most of uh, what
0: what yeah. ate away at me.
1: I mean, I'm sure if I thought hard, <laughs> I could come up with
0: more. Okay, that's fair
2: enough. Um, I'd, I mean, I, there is uh, something about. Uh, I think it might just be my way of reading books that has made uh, the Scott Huggard present series more enjoyable for for me, in spite of its flaws. And that is that I sort of um, subconsciously mm. invent more character for people than they Ooh. than they have. So 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 Tanith Lowe is one of my favourite characters, mm. and I absolutely despise Valkyrie, despite yeah. the fact that they well, are honestly, quite similar. Honestly, in the, in the way, I would... in the way that they act. But I've I've built up I've built up an idea of Tanith Lowe as as this uh, heroic uh, smart and funny and good at fighting uh, well-developed character because because that's that's just how I've created the image of Tanaflo mm. in my head whereas I, I, I see Valkyrie as a horrible, nasty person uh, because a few of the things that she does um for example her oh horrible, my god horrible she treated of Fletcher horribly Fletcher. um th- uh, they, to they be just, honest, I, I, I so, want to She was so horrible um, th- those those things they just they create a, a huge chasm between the way that i view those characters uh so so it becomes
0: hmm.
2: a more interesting uh, read to be and honest, a i, book I want in to in my mind uh, than it Probably uh, deserves. To be honest.
3: Honest. I want to save most uh, complaining about Valkyrie for another episode because I don't know about <laughs> about about, uh, <laughs> about most of the problems uh, I have with Valkyrie. That are maybe starting to be there in the first book, but she she's yeah. she's sort of a blank slate here. You know, she well, she hasn't become a complete. Yeah. She, she'll do more in later books too that I want to bring well, up there.
0: Hmm. We'll have a separate episode just to complain about Valkyrie. <laughs> uh, so, um, to, oh, sorry, continue. Yeah. Um, no, Andrew, no, you of, actually yeah. read the books in in quite an unusual order, didn't you?
2: Yeah, I um, I started with Dark Days, the the fourth book, because yeah. that was just the one that my dad had bought for me. Uh, so it was quite a it's quite a weird yeah. way into the series uh, because uh, when when you read that as the first book. For the first half of it, Scaramouche Pleasant isn't there, um, and it's sort of it's, it's this story about uh, a a young woman to, going going around the world to find um, find a way to get back this this person that she's lost, and you don't know anything about the person. Uh, you you know you just know her her motivations and what what uh, what she's doing to to get him back. Yeah, and I think that's quite an interesting way to To begin the series and and it um it also certainly hmm. it made me see the characters in a dif- in a different way than if uh, to be fair, started i started with the first book. Uh,
0: up until probably i think it 's the seventh book, you could generally just read the first six books just on their own and without any sort of context on the other books well, it, it I, doesn't
3: I, I think they form so, into a kind of free trilogies really um yeah, yeah, i wouldn 't want to read the faceless one without having read the first
0: one at least oh. um because with the uh, because with the seventh book, the seventh book is really where it begins to tie in. So, like, you've got the seventh book, and then when you get to the eighth, the eighth really ties with the seventh, and then with the ninth, the ninth really ties in with the eighth. And then with the, um, yeah, I, I do agree with Harry, it is split into three different trilogies, which is Faceless Ones, Deathbringer, and then, um, the Darkest trilogy.
3: I, I think, I don't think, uh, Landy originally planned, uh, like nine books. Uh, how many? I, how I, many is it? I can't count.
0: There, there's, well, there's nine, but there's going to be a tenth one coming out ooh, in June. Ooh.
2: Oh, there are actually, yeah, I'm there are actually out 12 here. books uh, because of the companions. There's there's the. Uh, yes. And, and uh, Tenderflow and the Malefic- <laughs> Maleficent Seven, and also oh, the, uh, yeah, I've got the that smaller. Well. Uh, uh, that was only really like a small little, little book,
3: wasn't it? Um, wasn't the, that's a yeah, compilation, what? wasn't it? Quite
2: oh. small, but it was too long to just be a short story. No, the end of the the end of the world. Was, that was, was the free world. Book yeah. day was that? The fifth and the sixth. Book. I think so. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was. It was for World Book Day. Uh, and yeah, I got my copy because one of the forum members <laughs> uh, had won it and had also bought it. So so he just uh, he just gave the oh. uh, the competition cool, people my address.
3: Don't know so those competitions like say you can't enter unless you're not from the UK. Is that? It that feels like cheating to just. Have it delivered to someone anyway.
2: <laughs> I mean, uh, I, know, the, I know it wasn't it's a problem. Fine. It was sent. It's just to me. charges.
0: Just you know, may as well milk as much out of the publishing yeah. company as possible. You know, if you're gonna get free stuff.
2: <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't the UK, but okay. oh, oh, okay. It, it, it was oh yeah, the I guess because they've got oh, plans like
0: worldwide, it. they would ship it to wherever. I don't think. Um, I think it took a while for Squidward to actually come out in America, didn't it?
3: Yeah, uh, yeah it was released later with a terrible colour.
0: Yeah, with the um, with the weird title that... The, Scepter of it? the Ancients, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't, I don't think that title actually suits the first book, even though it is about... It does have the Scepter of the Ancients, I don't think it... Good working title for
3: it. Oh, I mean, playing with fire isn't that great a title either. I mean, uh, that's true. I mean, I she mean, doesn't really play with fire. <laughs> I know, I know. If only this was about. Oh, hold on, I, I, hold on. Look at this. Look at this cool okay. a the Daz well. cover.
0: <laughs> that does look absolutely awful. for those oh, that who, looks terrible. Who are listening? It does look absolutely terrible. You can include <laughs> images uh, in
3: the description. I'm sure.
0: Yeah, we'll probably do that. Oh, and here's a here's plans.
3: a here's a later one here. Um, with uh, there, there, there they are. <laughs> Skulderite just sort of put Valkyrie ahead yeah. there. I don't know if he's planning <laughs> on using her as a shield, but what? So it turns out they're coming from behind. What a mistake! All facing the wrong direction. <laughs> I think
0: I think one of the covers you said earlier where where <laughs> Skulder is looking very disappointed or very like you think that's magic. Yeah. So wait for a couple of books. That is just a really funny cover. Uh, it's the the one where he's checking out the thirteen year old's ass.
3: <laughs> well, in that second cover, think, uh, Valkyrie actually looks focus. pretty young, so that, that's a that's a nice touch. I Makes mean, it it's creepier. very easy for <laughs> Valkyrie to come off as older than she is in these images.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, and here's
3: here's a hit image I just saw. If you don't stop me, I will just Google search random images from <laughs> now on. Um, you are uh, saying
0: so? <laughs> oh, uh,
1: irrelevant. Don't worry about
0: it. Uh, just that, that picture, though, the one that Harry just posted, that would definitely <laughs> be going into the description. <laughs> uh,
3: let's see. <laughs>
2: Going going back to what harry said about uh, the age uh, and and valkyrie often coming off as if she's older than than she is well, so you mentioned uh, oh, you mentioned that oh, oh, oh. as well uh, that that she that she seems like she's 20 and i and i think uh, if if this has ever turned into a film or a tv series i i i think there's quite the risk of uh, of the producers doing the same thing as with uh, Percy Jackson for example and and just saying okay they're not 12 oh, the 16 that film so I, I think yeah there there might be a risk of of, of a film just being yeah. you know starting with with um, with yeah. with 16 year old Stephanie does seem, um, uh, yeah that is a bit
1: that does, feel, that does feel like 16 would be a more appropriate yeah. age for her, though, rather than a 12-year-old jumping into a Bentley and immediately start
0: fighting and jumping off of roofs and learning... I can jump routes. off
3: roofs. I mean, <laughs> roots. I mean I, I, I'd die, but...
0: Parkour. <laughs> I mean, is it parkour if you die, or...?
3: It's still... It's just failed parkour. It's still, it's just
2: failed.
0: What does everybody think about the cleaver that
3: appears Oh, Is it Cleaver, cleaver. Um, uh, well they, they don't the Cleavers don't really get much uh, uh, to them they're a very they're an interesting bit of law. they're they're yeah. they're, um, they're very ethically questionable but you know that's that's interesting in yeah. its own right uh, I mean
0: do do they volunteer or is is that what it says? Like they volunteer to become cleavers, and then cleavers who have done it, they volunteer to become rippers or something like that, isn't it?
3: Yeah, can't you just get like a like an actual police force? I <laughs> <You laughs> yes, think totally so. Slightly
2: yes, slightly, uh, sorcerers <laughs> to you know arrest people. <laughs> I I do I do like the uh, the continuous uh, story Ooh, yeah, between Tanith flow and I mean, the White um, Cleaver. Um, um. Uh,
0: is it the first book? Software or oh, Dan? I mean, where um. Cleaver
2: gets... He uh, he becomes
0: the Black
3: Cleaver, right? Uh, I remember that
0: definitely. He he becomes the White Cleaver Um, in the second book, I believe. Or is it the first? Constance Yeah, It's the the first book.
2: It's the first book. Mm. book. Serpine does it. It's it's, the A little bit of trivia. The the first book, uh,
0: um, Derek Landy actually wanted to kill off Tanith Lowe, but his publishers were like that's a bit morbid for a children's book, so he just torches her in pretty much every book.
3: Yes. Huh. It's, yeah. it, it's <laughs> terrible to be the cleaver, yeah. and it's terrible to be Hanniflow.
0: It is. I mean, how much pain must that cleaver be in? It must be horrible. Yep. Well, was
2: in before he passed away.
3: What? <laughs> Does he? Ha, how? How alive is he? Oh,
0: true.
2: Well, yeah. I don't think he. F- the white cleaver and the black cleaver. I don't. Don't think. That Do they that feel anything? Is he aware so, yeah, behind
0: please. those eyes?
2: Because Serpine didn't
0: feel pain. I mean, Serpine didn't feel pain. They're zombies. Hmm. Hmm.
2: No, I don't think so. I can't. I can't remember. So so they're just essentially.
0: I think that's why they had to use the scepter because there was no other way to kill him because he was, you know, a zombie.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, and he he would just regenerate. Which is an interesting okay, take on Okay, so it zombies. looks like
0: we are at yeah. our 55 minute mark and with all the editing we'll probably get probably get down to 40, 45 minutes. Uh, so this has been the for the Podcast. Thank you for listening and goodbye. Bye. Bye.
2: Goodbye.